This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti And Sam Batesh. Where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Uh, yeah, that was pretty scary. That was so interesting towards that end of that game. We Woo! thought it was a we thought it was a blowout, and then all of a sudden, no, those... that that became a game. The the Cardinals Cardinals started creeping they made back. It interesting. That was that was a pretty adorable effort by them. It was adorable to make it interesting there at the end. Uh, happy Halloween, Taylor. Happy Halloween. Wow. Let's catch up. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh, and we are just finishing up the end of an incredible Thursday night football game against the 49ers and the Cardinals where Kyler Murray almost made a comeback but didn't quite get the job done. The 49ers look scary. They are now... They're 8 no. We've got two teams in the league that are 8 no. We took a deep dive look at the Niners tonight, obviously, Taylor. We've been watching the 8 no Patriots for a while now. So my question to you on Halloween night is pretty simple. Which 8 no team is scarier, Taylor? We've seen so much of the Niners. We've been saying all season. We've seen the Patriots. Tell me what you think. We've been saying all season that the Patriots are the scarier team. But if you really look at it, there is an argument to be made that the 49ers are actually, in fact, the stronger team. Look at their backfield versus uh, the Patriots backfield where it's Sony Michelle and James White, White, sometimes Rex Burkhead. And then you look. So that's a at bit this. of a three-headed monster, but I wouldn't call it, it is, a monster. It is, but I certainly it's wouldn't heads, call. It. I don't think it's Sony a Michelle is almost irrelevant when James White is in, and James White isn't. He's not what he's Kevin not what, Coleman, Matt Breda, and, and mustard. Yeah. And Mustard, you got Mustard, Breda, and Coleman for the Niners. I think that backfield is better. I also think, even though the offensive line, and we talk so much about New England and Skarnecchia and how well they protect Tom Brady, and of course they do, but in regards to watching an offensive line be physical, athletic, and open up holes, what I'm seeing out of the 49ers is, that that's is what they do. more impressive than what I see out of New England each week. Again, people they have been keep Tom of... Brady clean, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about moving the other team's offensive li- or defensive line. You've seen it up close and personal. You were there for the game in San Francisco against the Browns, and you saw them push the Browns all over the field. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm looking at this interview right here where uh, you see Kittle cheering on Nick Mullins when he went into the game last year, but... Yeah, just this entire 49ers offense is impressive. And yes, the only thing that people have been saying is that, oh, well, Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been playing that well. Well, guess what? Because he hasn't had to be playing that well. He hasn't had to. He's been able to hand it off to three strong running backs. He is arguably the the toughest tight end in George Kittle. Here's what's interesting. I'm glad you brought up Kittle right there. Another 
vote in the favor to me of scariest team being Niners over Patriots is remember who retired last year, Rob Gronkowski, who we love. Are we looking at the new Rob Gronkowski? I'm telling you, I think Kittle is that dominant. He is that guy. It's about Kelsey, Ertz, and Kittle. Maybe it's about those three guys Kelsey, that we talk Kelsey's about, up right? There too. Okay, but Kittle is that kind of a beast. He's got that kind of a personality like Gronkowski. I think the Niners are the team with that X factor at tight end. Yeah. So even if you wanted to say it was a wash, I mean, the you offensive saw lines him were stiff even. arm Buda Baker tonight. It was just Buda Baker had a very good game tonight against Kittle, but in the end, Kittle still got the better of him. I look at this game and I see the Niners as the more impressive, as the scarier opponent at this point. I'd say neutral field to me, it's Niners over Patriots, which I'm sure seems ridiculous to most people. And I'm sure we're being caught up in the moment. I know that we are. We're excited about what we just saw. But uh, Taylor, we looked at it. Look at the opponents. You tell me. Tell me this season. If this was college football and we were putting a poll out. So we're looking at who the... Yeah, look at the Niners opponents. The Niners have played the Browns, the Rams, opponents. and Panthers for the ones that notably stand out to the difficult teams. And New England has played the Steelers, Bills, and Browns. And that's okay. The Niners have played the harder teams. And think about this. Look at the scores. Remember those games. In your mind, when you picture that Browns game, that was a remarkable yeah. performance I mean, on Monday Night Football. A, that stunned everybody to just performance. They, they couldn't planted move the Browns in the, the ground down the field, and the Browns weren't awful then. We didn't think the Browns were going to no. be two and five at that point. Then, how about two weeks ago, the Panthers game? We thought that was going to be the game of the week. Fifty-one to thirteen. It was never a game. The Niners no, did just everything they wanted. Indicates. Bosa is terrifying. We haven't even said his name yet. Bosa wasn't even really a star of tonight's game against Arizona. I'm sorry, but to me, and the Niners are scary. next week when they play scary. the Seahawks, they're getting a bunch of their guys back that are fully healthy. And they're actually going to be healthy, which yeah. again is terrifying as we talk about this on Halloween. But I'm looking at this. To me, this was Garoppolo. First of all, it was Jimmy's first game over 300 yards. Phenomenal. So I thought this was a game where finally for everyone who's been saying that maybe Garoppolo... Not only did he not... Not only did he just look phenomenal, he played phenomenal. You're right. He always looks good. He, no always, he always looks good. Does he ever. But tonight, he also threw for over 300 <laughs> yards. So I, I've got to say, look, my friend, my, look, I've got a great friend named BJ. Some of my friends call him Brandon, which is just ridiculous. But BJ's been texting me. He listens to Let's Catch Up, and he's constantly telling me, Taylor, how can you say the Niners aren't the scariest threat in the league? How are you talking about the Niners? Go and look at their strength of schedule. Trust me, Sammy. Go dive deeper with Taylor and find out. Well, Tonight we did, Taylor, and I'm sorry. Those three wins to me, the Browns game, at the Rams, by the way, 20-7, to when they annihilated the Rams in that game, they took everything away from the Rams. I couldn't even believe that was the same Rams team that was in the Super Bowl when the Niners were on the field with them. And what they did to the Panthers in the last game, and sure, Thursday night football, this was no walkthrough against the Cardinals. No, this not was at a all. tough game tonight. And the Cardinals actually are a pretty impressive opponent, but... To me, it's the eight no niners. I'm saying, I'm sorry, I'm saying it. Do you? I mean, do you agree with me? I do, I do. When you, when you put it that way, and you look at who they've played and who their opponents have been, the Bills and the Browns and Steelers don't compare to the Browns, Rams, and Panthers. Like I said, if we were putting a poll together, Taylor, it would be done. 
the Niners would be ahead of the Patriots. It's just mm-hmm. that simple. That's what we do. And look, and I will say this. Each week, Mark, we're saying, "Oh, well, they've got a really big test this week. They've got a really big test this week. They've already proved themselves. They have. And and the, and, and a I'll, big test that we have coming oh, up it's, is it's going to happen. Look, we're going to get Ravens so, against the Patriots. We're absolutely getting to that. But first of all, I did not shave on Halloween. I did not notice. I, no, I thought exactly, you were trying to no. look a little creepy. No, I want to. This is why Spooky, because I want to. I want to tell people about what I did. Now, I will say this much: when I dressed up on Saturday as Joker, I did shave my face with my Harry's razor. Now, humans have been shaving for thousands of years, Taylor. Secret to a great shave, it hasn't changed much. The ancient Greeks, they didn't need flex balls, heated handles, and neither do you. You just need a great blade, and you don't need to pay an exorbitant amount for it. How about $2 a blade, Taylor? That's what we pay with Harry's razors. And look at my face. Most of the time, it's beautiful, and I'll tell you why. When you listen to Let's Catch Up, and you go to harrys.com slash bluewire, you're going to get a weighted ergonomic handle. You're going to get a five-blade razor. You're going to get rich shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated and beautiful like me and Jimmy G. And you're going to get a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Harrys.com slash bluewire slash bluewire, and you're going to get a deal. Start shaving better today, Taylor. Harry's razors. All right. now I don't think you should compare yourself to Jimmy. You're, are you sure about that? You really? Come on, give me a little something. I mean, even just, I mean, just the fact that I got a little scruff on there, I think is kind of nice. I mean, I'm just, I'm dressed up, not exactly in a full costume like Jimmy G, but at least I'm just giving a little nod to Jimmy tonight with, with the little hair, the little five o'clock shadow that I've got going on. All right. So we've talked about the Patriots a little bit here, although we gave most of the love to the Niners. Yeah. I'll say this much based on this strength of schedule that we put together here, the a Patriots, for the Patriots. Now, is this if coming they Sunday do this, night. Absolutely. Now, Taylor, the Ravens, a team you know very well, and there are times when you don't really want to talk up the Ravens, and I have probably talked up the Ravens more than you have throughout the course of Let's Catch Up, but there are people who think this is the game that can catch Bill Belichick on Sunday, that this will be because the Patriots have not, as we just discussed, been tested that extensively this season. What do you think, Patriots and Ravens, when you look at that game on Sunday— in Baltimore, the Ravens, who have been running the ball like mad over everybody, what's that going to look like on Sunday against the Patriots? If there's a team that can beat the Patriots in the AFC right now, it is the Ravens, in my opinion. Well, here it because is. Because what the Patriots do is they neutralize your best player and basically take them out of the game. You can't take Lamar Jackson out of the game. You can try, but he's quicker, he's faster. He's got too many different skills where you can't take every single one of those out of the game. Well, he's not just a running threat. I heard Devin McCourty speaking about it today, and he said, this guy is unlike anyone we've ever really played. And if you were just telling me, okay, it's a running quarterback, and we want to take that away. But Lamar Jackson has an incredible ability to flick his wrist and get such juice on the ball and throw it down the field in a way that he's got an arm that reminds me, it, it's really, it's, it's Rodgers-esque, actually. And I don't want to say that Lamar is Aaron Rodgers, but there's something yeah. he's able to do with a quick motion in his wrist. He gets so much on the ball. He really is an impressive athlete, both with his arm and with his legs. This isn't about a running threat quarterback. It's truly a dual threat, if we've, yeah. as we've talked about many times. And he's I a running back. Happen. He's a quarterback. He's the whole he's the whole package. And I think that if they can find a way to control the clock 
and just be creative in terms of play calling, I think the Ravens can have this game. It's the number one and the number two scoring offense. So they're pretty even there if you think about it. To me, it's about the running game, period. To me, it's about the running game, and it's not about Lamar Jackson running. Because frankly, Mark Ingram, who you talked about when we opened the season, you said, remember, Saints don't have Mark Ingram anymore. They're going to look a little different, and the Ravens are going to look a lot different with Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram is having a very special season. And the Ravens are nearly averaging 200 yards of rushing a game. Yeah. They're, I mean, what they're doing uh, another on the big, ground, Another big like component is going to be having um, Hollywood Brown in this game is going to be huge because that's going to help stretch the field and spread that defense out to be a little bit thinner, the Patriots defense that is, because otherwise it can't. it's just going to be too congested up front and Lamar is going to have too much pressure on him. I don't know how much movement that he's going to be able to get going. But... I also think another big factor in this is get yards in the first and second down. Don't put it into third down category because the Patriots are good defensively against teams on on third down. No doubt. And the other thing is, we, we've talked about this numerous times, but how creative are the Ravens going to be offensively? You just brought it up. How are they going to be able to mm-hmm. attack in different ways to show the Patriots something that they haven't seen before? I mean, John Harbaugh has beaten this team before. Mm-hmm. Greg Roman, who knows what to do with an athletic mobile quarterback, which he did with Colin Kaepernick when he did beat the Patriots in New England, in fact. I think there is a real possibility here. Now, I'll say this much. The defense needs to perform. The defense needs to be able to stop Tom Brady. The defense needs to not have those issues that it did a few weeks out of this season so far because Marcus Peters, like I said, I think that he's a big Band-Aid. But there were some big issues on that defense that if they can they can keep those together, they can really guard those receivers. I think they can do it. Well, look, whether they... They also need to pressure Tom Brady enough. That's been another big issue for the Ravens is that they haven't been putting any pressure on those quarterbacks. And we all know that Tom Brady isn't going to run too much. He's not going to leave that pocket, but he will to an extent if there's absolutely nobody open. Well, look, it's it's absolutely it's a fascinating without a doubt game. the game of the weekend, and I'll say this much. If the Patriots, however, do beat the Ravens impressively in Baltimore, all of a sudden this list that we put together right now of the scariest team being the Niners over the Patriots, I think we'll be having a different conversation. If the Patriots impressively neutralize Lamar Jackson and they beat Baltimore, which is a very real test on this schedule, we will think a lot differently. But for now... I'm saying Niners are scarier than the Patriots, but this game pending on the schedule. Who do you schedule, think scarier between the Niners and the Saints? Between the Niners and the Saints, based on what my buddy BJ has been sending me, I'm actually now thinking it's the Niners. Okay. And again, with what I've seen tonight, and when I'm really starting to gather all of the numbers, if you look at the Saints' strength of schedule as well, the Niners actually have more impressive wins throughout. I mean, I thought week one, what Breeze did against the Texans when... Deshaun Watson had seemingly won that game. That was incredible. But I think the Niners still are probably the scarier defensive unit all the way Mm -hmm. around. When you look at the special players they have, the first rounders that they've got on their defensive line, this is a team that comes at you in waves and is so deep. And frankly, Kyle Shanahan right now is doing what Sean McVay was doing to the league two years ago. There are teams that don't know what is happening on the field. 
He's got wide receivers who are wide open. All right, Taylor, we're going to get to our favorite segment, which is how we end the show. But I know first you want to tell me something very impressive. But I'll, look, first of all, before we get to this, Yarene is going to be different this week. Do you know that? We're going to do it a little we're differently. Do it spooky because style. it's Halloween. We're going to do it spooky Halloween. style. And that is because we're going to play something called Trick or Treat. So now normally we just say yay or nay and you pretty much tell me whether it's yes or no. But this week I'm going to give you a fun little statement. You're going to tell me whether that statement is no, Sam, that's a trick or ooh, that's a treat. I like that. Okay, I'm in. Okay. But first I need to tell you about something. The holiday rush is coming. Halloween is over, which means it's Christmas time. Oh, wow. And if you sell stuff online, you better get ready with ShipStation. With more people buying online than ever before, you have to be able to ship orders out quickly, efficiently, and affordably. But how do you keep track of all those orders or decide which shipping carrier to use? Or if you're getting the best rates, I know you like to send me a lot of packages. Luckily, ShipStation can help. With just a few clicks, you'll be managing orders, printing labels, and getting those products out the door and delivered in time for the holidays. Don't, don't be late with my package. No matter what you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. ShipStation works with all the major carriers, including UPS, FedEx, and UPS, USPS. You can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Now, any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies. You'll always know that you're getting the best deal. Take the hassle out of the holiday shipping this year. Let ShipStation help you handle it all with ease. Just use my offer code BLUE to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free holiday shipping. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in BLUE. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code BLUE. ShipStation, make ship happen. Make ship happen. That's what we do every week here with Let's Catch Up. We make ship happen. All right, now before we do anything crazy like that... Yay or nay is taking a quick hiatus this week, Taylor. We're going to play a spooky version of yay or nay. Just a quick hiatus. This is called Trick or Treat. Now, I'm stealing this from something that we gave Colin this week on the show where we did Trick or Treat. And Colin pretty much just went through the contenders and decided whether they were Trick or Treat, which is great. But we are going to dive specifically into a few of the games this weekend. I'm going to make a ridiculous statement. You can tell me if it's a trick or or a treat. We're usually pretty good on these too. I, I think we've been good. I think you've been better than me. Crazy cousin Jack likes to tell me that you've been much better than me. I love you, Jack. Yes. No. Phantom sniper out there who's all over the at Let's Catch Up NFL page. He likes to tell me that I'm wrong I'm, all the I'm time. Into but Phantom here we go. Sniper. All right. I'm giving you this right now. Yep. Vikings at Chiefs. Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback in the NFC North. Trick or treat, Taylor. So it's really nay or yay. It's trick or treat, Taylor. It's very simple. It's the Halloween edition. Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback in the NFC North. Okay, so that's trick. That's nay. That's that's trick. I it's close, want though. to give Kirk Cousins credit. If you look at the numbers, this is actually very interesting. If you look at the numbers through eight games, Kirk Cousins has a better completion percentage, a higher passer rating. Uh, there's another category that he's in. He's also been the best quarterback in the league over the course of the last five weeks. Yeah, but there's another quarter. No, there's another category in which he actually had higher numbers than Patrick Mahomes did, who was the MVP last year. I'll say this much. If so you put him head to, to head with the numbers to Kirk Cousins. I like that, but you're still saying it's a trick. 
I'm saying it's trick. Like okay, nay. Yeah. No, you know, I know what you're saying. It's a trick. He's not quite the best no, quarterback in the NFC North because he's not better than Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. But this season. It is interesting when you go into the numbers because it's very close. It's closer than you think. And, of course, we have that head-to-head matchup where he threw the interception in the end zone. So we have that in our head, that head-to-head, he didn't beat Aaron Rodgers. But I'm telling you right now, he's building a case. All right, what do you got for me? I have Bears and Eagles. The Bears are in fourth place in the NFC North. They won this division last year. Their season is over. Well, I'm going to say that is a... hmm. You know what? I'm going to say it's a trick, and here's why. I'm going to say their season is not over, okay? That's a trick. You're trying to trick me to say that their season is over because it doesn't look good right now. They are in last place at 3-4, and four. but they're in Philly this weekend, and just because people think that the Eagles figured their entire season out with that win against the Bills, I'm going to say that's not the case just yet. I will say, however... Mm, it's going to be a tough... I, it's a tough one in Philly, of course, but if the Bears can beat the Eagles, and they certainly owe the Eagles after the double-doink Nick Foles victory in Mm -hmm. Chicago in the playoffs last year, I think the Bears have payback on their minds. I know Matt Nagy, who, by the way, used the Nationals as inspiration for his team this week to show them that, look, the Nationals... Yeah, he said, look, the Nationals at one point were 19-31 on the season, and they're champions now. Just because we're 3-4, and this thing is not over. So he's using that motivation. He used the motivation of the Cody Parkey double-doink all offseason to tell them, this is what we're after. We want to be better. We don't want to be in this spot again. And here's the Eagles now right in their face. So I'm going to say it's a trick. Their season is not over. However, next they week, pick it up. I'll be willing to say it if they lose to the Eagles. All right. I got another one for you here. Browns at Broncos, Taylor. Baker Mayfield will throw an interception for the ninth straight game. Trick or treat? Trick. Really? He's not going to do it. He's finally not going to throw an interception against Denver? Okay. I don't think he is. I think this is going to be the week. You saw Baker this week. Woo, is he hot? He is fired up. hot. They know that they really need to win in order to make it to the postseason, in order to contend with the Ravens in the AFC North. The Browns are going to come out looking fierce and strong. I'd say this much. They're coming off a bye. I don't think that they're going to... I don't think that they're going to, I don't think he's going to throw an interception. Okay. That's interesting. Look, look, well, they're not coming off a bye. They're coming off that loss to the Patriots, unfortunately. Oh, right. right. They had a bye before the Patriots and they didn't, we thought they were going to look so good coming off the bye. And unfortunately those three straight turnovers against the Patriots, that was miserable. And now they have an easier stretch in their schedule coming up right here. But I don't know. He's thrown it in eight straight games. So you're saying you think he's going to throw one? I think he's going to. I just think it's kind of his thing. I think he I think he takes I think he takes bold chances down the field, which I don't mind. But again, with a defense like Denver who's gonna be coming after him with Von Miller, I, I just I, I don't know. I, I feel like this is gonna be I don't necessarily I think he's gonna get right. I think they're gonna get right, but I think another interception is coming. All right, what do you got for me? Patriots at Ravens. Woo. New England will suffer their first defeat of the season. I'm gonna say this is a you know what? Let's be fun. Give it to me. Let's be fun. Give it to me. I'm going to say this is going to be a treat for everybody. The Ravens in Baltimore will find a way late to beat the Patriots. I think this is going to be a game that they trail, and I think Lamar is going to find a way to bring them back. I think Mark Andrews is going to be key in this game, along with, of course, like I said, Mark Ingram. I think they're going to find a way. This is going to be an impressive win for John Harbaugh and the Ravens. 
that's what I got. All right, and we'll finish with one really cute one for you here, Taylor. Lions at the Raiders. The three and four Raiders are finally back home. They're going to play three straight in Oakland. They've been gone for two months. The Raiders are still a real contender in the AFC. Trick or treat. I think the Raiders can still be a contender. Okay. I mean, I think that the Lions are going to win this game. They are overdue for a win. They have had so many close games and so many upsetting losses where I don't even know if some of them they should have lost. I want the Lions to get this game. I believe the Lions are going to get it done. Okay. On the road. Finally, the Raiders are home. All right. There you go. Taylor, we've given you absolutely everything. The scarier team. I think we're both going with the Niners, which is interesting right now. You've well, been calling saw. it all year. I did say they were going to win this division. It certainly likes they're in great shape to win it as of this moment. It's not done just yet, but I'm pretty excited to see them at 8-0. It's an impressive, remarkable season for them already, and it's only halfway done. All right, Taylor, let's catch up. Let's catch up. I know we're going to do it again. Can't wait. Let's do it Monday.